This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studio of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am as always your host Mr. Luke Jennings hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here. Oh good lord. Heading towards the end of July, unbelievably. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast and to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone and the Monday Night Project, as well as many, many other great shows that come to you on a near daily basis. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. You can also follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Subscribe, I should say, which allows you to watch this episode, as well as a few other memphis and wrestling-related things we have over there. Whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week we are covering the 7th of May 1983. Last week we covered the 30th of April 1983, where we saw Lawler vs. Two Guys, men fighting over Bullwhip, Andy Kaufman back in the territory, as well as all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis area. Before we head down to ringside, let's have a quick look-see-loo and see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world. On the 1st of May, be with you, Greg Valentine defeated NWA US Heavyweight Champion Roddy Piper to win the title in Greensboro, North Carolina. Also on the 1st, Georgia Championship Wrestling held a show at the Omni in Atlanta. Tony Atlas defeated NWA World Champion Ric Flair by disqualification. Tommy Richard Paul Orndorff defeated Killer Brooks and Larry Zabisco. Dick Murdoch defeated Buzz Sawyer by countout. Ronnie Garvin defeated The Iron Sheik. Matt Bourne and Arn Anderson defeated Tito Santana and Brian Blair. Ray Candy defeated Jack Donovan. And Bob Roop defeated Joe Lightfoot. UWA Mexico held a show in Mexico City, Mexico, strangely enough, uh, in El Torira. El Torilla, drawing 25,000 fans. I'm going to soon absolutely butcher some names. Abdullah Tamba, Escorpion 1 and Chuchillo defeated Greg Takana, Junji Harati and Masasoyito. Aima Aguilera and Aima Gonzala defeated La Monster and Lola Gonzala. Dory Dixon and Rejo de Jalisco defeated Cajuzo and Zandorkan 1. El Signo Am, Negro Navarro and El Texacano defeated Enrico Vera, Mana Negro and Villano 3. And in the main event, Tatsumi Fujinami defeated El Kanek to win the UWA heavyweight title. On the 2nd of May, 
Bob Backlund defeated uh, Don Morocco in Ogdensburg, New York. A big show happens here in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee, as the return of Andy Kaufman is uh, in the ring, teaming up with the Colossus of Death in a... Uh, the Colossus of Death in front of a th- crowd of 9,194. We probably will get some, maybe some footage from this, but I'll go for the results anyway. Jerry Lawler defeated the Colossus of Death and Andy Kaufman. Carl Fergie defeated Sonny King. Terry Taylor defeated the Ace of Spades. Steve O defeated the Galaxian. Stagger Lee, Mad Dog and the Rockin' Express defeated Bobby Eaton, the Lone Ranger and the Bruise Brothers. Bill Dundee defeated Dutch Mantel in a bullwhip match. The Moondogs defeated the Fabulous Ones in a stretcher match. On the 3rd... Where are we? On the 7th of May. On the 3rd of May, Rick Martel defeated AWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification in Salt Lake City, Utah. Bret Hart defeated Leo Burke to win the Stampede North America title in Regina, Canada. On the 5th, Jerry Lawler defeated AWA World Champion Nick Bogwinkle by disqualification in Lexington, Kentucky. And finally, on the 7th of May, Southwest Wrestling in San Antonio, Texas, the Sheepherders, Luke Williams and Butch Miller defeated the Grapplers, Len Denton and Tony Anthony to win the Southwest Tag Team titles. So Butch is back in the country, which is good to see. The Briscoe... So, yeah, the, that's, that's next week. The uh, Sheepherders... I did mean to say the Sheepherders. The Sheepherders are have left Memphis recently and they have gone on and they have continued to win titles so that's something that they're going to do for quite some time so ladies and gentlemen without further ado let's head down the ringside for episode 114 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast as we cover the 7th of May 1983 please enjoy Brown right along ringside. We're ready to go. Another big week. Championship wrestling. Some dandy bouts coming up. Oh, we have some here. Bobby Eaton is going to be teamed with the big Lone Ranger in the opening tag team match of the day. Then we're going to have the Moondogs in here a little bit later on in uh, more tag team action. Handicap match will be the expiration of time match today. The Galaxian with Jimmy Cornette as manager will be in there in a handicap match against two opponents. One of those opponents will be the King Cobra. So lots of action coming up. Yeah, in addition to that, we've got ourselves a little relook at the bout that took place with a handicap match with the King, Jerry Lawler, going against Andy Kaufman and his friend. We've got that and a bunch more. Let's get at it. We'll be back in just a moment. So they've only announced three matches, but I'm sure we're going to be seeing a few more. So we've got Bobby Eaton and the Lone Ranger teaming up. We've got the Moondogs are going to be here, and we've got the Galaxian versus two men, one of which is King Cobra. I'd imagine probably the other one maybe Bobby Fulton, but we'll see. But yeah, and then we're going to be seeing some footage from the uh, Mid-South Coliseum. Handicap match. So let's uh, get back down to it. Some of the action you don't always look forward to, as you can hear the greeting and well deserved by Jimmy Hart. Come up here, come on, shut up, shut up. Yeah, okay, okay, Jimmy. What's in store today? I'll tell you what's in store. First of all, I want you to put these earphones what's on, okay? Come on, no, just leave them on for me. Come on, come on. Doesn't Lance look good in earphones? Look at him right there. The only about it, I can't hear you And I got you a whole bunch well. of records here. I want you to put these under your arm like this. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, I've got a real treat today. You know, everywhere I go, the people say, you know, Jimmy Hart, 
Is Lance Russell the Casey Kasem of professional wrestling? Because every time I turn wrestling on now, I see these guys running around playing music and, and, and doing all these little specials. Yeah, the well, people I, like Well, the people like, do you like those specials? Uh, what do they know anyhow? Well, that's okay, that's okay. But you know what? I, so I thought, I, I talked to the producer this week, and I said, look, why don't we put together a little special of some of these specials, and, and let's let the people kind of kind of listen to them again. You know, and the first one, I believe, is the one on the, on the Rock and Roll Express. You know, they're the guys that are like the Bobby Sherman, David Cassidy of professional wrestling. They wear the little muscle T-shirts, and, and they run around the little girls' leotards, right, and say, listen, I'm a professional wrestler. That's what they do. Roll their little special on that Rock and Roll Express. Come on, let's see this. Uh... <laughs> So we're seeing the, some of these music videos where it sounds good. Express one on a rock and roll, and they have seductively put some coins in uh, boxes. And they have actually beside a car. That's, uh, that's why we chimes outside if you can hear them. I don't know if you can hear them as well. But, um, yeah, they're wearing that uh, circle, black and circle t shirts. They're stood by a jukebox. It's all very, yeah. Uh, very, uh, yes. This is going to get picked up by YouTube. Who cares? Pushing this into the void. We've seen some in ring action as well. And we're back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, right. we're back. They like it. That's great, man. They like anything. Man, that's why they stand by a little jukebox like this. But hey, let's don't leave out the fabulous ones, you know. Oh, yeah. They like bleach blondes. I hate bleach blondes. Now, what they do on their little special, they got on top of a hill in Tennessee. They took the little training wheels off their motorcycles and they pushed them down the hill because they can't even crank one, let alone ride one. And a guy got in the back of a pickup truck and said, Now, be still, boys, and don't fall off. Show their little special. Come on. Jealousy will get you nowhere, Jimmy. This is the, uh, we haven't seen this one. This is a brand new fabulous ones. Michael Jackson beat it. This is the fourth maybe song that the Fabulous Ones have used in the music video. This would be. God, this is another one that's not going to get. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the, on the, on the audio version, you're very lucky because it probably hasn't made YouTube. <laughs> Stephen Stan riding on that big old hogs. Stan knows a lot about big old hogs. And uh, we see some footage of them in the ring. Suplexing the mask. Oh, leather chaps there by Stan Lane. Stealing his chest out. Oh. This is brand new. This is. They still haven't come out to um, smart dress I don't know when that happens. But this is. Uh, oh, the gosh, I'm going to Steve. Doing some nice posing on their Harley Davidsons. Pointing. 
was trying in the ring, riding Harley Davidson's around the, the Tennessee mountains. Open my chest up like that too. I'd be sexy as they were, but I don't have to do that to get attention. Now, but let me tell you what I did. The, you know, I, the producer he called me a couple of weeks ago and he said, "Now look, why don't we do a special? Hey, don't be cussing over there, girl. We'll throw you out of here. It's a lot of women and children out here. Let me tell you." So they called me and said, "Hey, look, man, why don't we do a special on the Bruce Brothers?" I said, "Only if I can produce it." So now run a real special, my Bruce Brothers special. Now look at this one. Now you're gonna see a real one right now. A lot <laughs> so for those of you if I have fucked up for those of you on the audio we've just watched listened you've listened because um, it won't be on YouTube I can guarantee uh, you've just seen the Rock and Roll Express I Love Rock and Roll music video you've just seen a brand new fabulous ones to beat it and we're seeing the Bruise Brothers I'm a soul man playing pool kissing ladies playing some uh, dice down the alleyways we saw this a couple of weeks ago I do apologize I didn't have my uh, I didn't have my volumes down. Yes, uh, Dream Machine now playing some uh, playing some dice down the alleyway with some locals. I'd imagine it's probably from Memphis. Jimmy Hart's uh, showing off these specials, as they're called. Very innovative for the t- innovative for the time, especially here um, in Memphis. They were breaking all the boundaries. Basically, you wouldn't see this in WWF. Possibly, you might see it in like Mid Atlantic or something. But the only other place where music videos would be plurifent, 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 where they'd be seen is probably world class. Um, there'd be maybe a Freebird video or a Von Eric video or something like that. Specials. We'll find out in a second. Again, I do apologise. I did that while I had the wrong audio up. But you it's all been music in the IC. If you're on the audio, you'll hear it. Pretty sure if you're on YouTube, you won't be seeing this. It'll be trimmed. Dream Machine again. Eyeing up this young uh, lady. Well, this, uh, this lady's not young at all. She's young uh, a lady. Getting the money from the dream machine, from the uh, Bruce Brothers, from their briefcase, and they go off wandering down the street. But now you're going to look at the very, very best Because I tell you what I've done now You know, before I do this though You know, one thing the Fabs and the Rock and Roll Express have in common When they go and do one of their specials They have to go and plunk down two bucks Two dollars to buy a record So they can put it on their little turntable So they can do it But not Jimmy Hart Why? Because when I do a special Which you're fixing to see right now A little surprise for you, Lance Russell I hope you enjoy it 
then I don't have to do it because I write, I produce, I do it all, man. I play guitar, bass, I sing it, and it's probably going to be the number one hit in the world today. It's the greatest song I've ever written, and I want you to roll it right now. I know you're going to love this, Lance Russell. I know you're going to love this, Russell. Come on. Artist on the horizon, actually not a new artist. A lot of people calling the phones are lighting up this morning for uh, the new record from Jimmy Hart. It's called Lance Russell's Nose. I was listening to my radio late last night when I heard a knock on my door. I went to the window and I peeked outside. There was a girl about five foot four. She said she saw the name on a bathroom wall, so she thought she'd give me a try. So I locked the door and I invited her in. But when I turned on the light, she had Lance Russell's nose. gentleman than you are saves me from saying what I would like to do with those records and earphones. We'll take time out and be back in just a moment. So just so you're aware, um, a lot of you probably know Jimmy Hart was, or is, sorry, a musician. Uh, he was with the Gentries before wrestling. Uh, this is from the Wikipedia page. During his years in professional wrestling business, Hart composed many theme songs for wrestlers in the WWF and WCW. Some of the wrestlers for whom he composed music were The Honky Tonk Man, Jimmy Snooker, Bruce Barber Beefcake, The Rockers, The Hart Foundation, Crush, The Fabulous Rougeau Brothers, Dusty Rhodes, The Legion of Doom, The Nasty Boys, Ted DiBiase, The Mountie, Hulk Hogan, I think he did Hulk Hogan's WCW one, uh, Sting, The NWO Wolfpack, and Three Count. He also composed the themes for SummerSlam 88, which was later reused as the theme for many early Royal Rumble events, and WrestleMania 6, which was later used for the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th events. 
One of Hart's most notable compositions is Shawn Michaels' entrance theme, Sexy Boy. So, um, yeah, that song, Lance Russell's Nose, I think it was turned into Barbara Streisand's, Streisand's, Streisand's Nose, I think. But Jimmy Hart at this time is 40 years old. So he doesn't look a day over 30. But, uh, yes, let's get back down to the action. We've got a one fall, 15-minute time limit match coming up here. Total weight, 410 pounds over on the right of the screen. Introducing from Memphis, Tennessee, Robert Reed and his partner from Jackson, Tennessee, Rooster Cogburn. And going against him at a total weight of 647 pounds. From Huntsville, Alabama, Bobby Eaton from Arts Unknown, the Lone Ranger. This match will be one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun is the referee. So we are here, tag team action. Rooster Cockburn and Robert Reed going against Bobby Eaton and the Lone Ranger. Managed by Jimmy Hart, I think he's there. Rooster Cockburn start off for his team, Bobby Eaton start off for his. Rooster Cockburn wearing black and yellow trunks, blue boots. Bobby Eaton wearing uh, turquoise tights, white boots. Lone Ranger now tagged in. Black and red tights, black boots, wearing a uh, Lone Ranger mask. The Lone Ranger here is Plowboy Frazier. Picks up Rooster Cockburn, slams him down, tags back in Robert, uh, Bobby, Bobby Eaton. Robert Reed now tagged in on his team. Blue trunks, black boots, the audio has gone slightly. Bobby Eaton picks up Reed, slams him down. Oh, drops the elbow by Eaton. Tags in the Lone Ranger. Bobby Eaton with a kick in the, on his way out. Throws Robert Reed in the corner. Pone Ranger. Oh, fats him in the corner. Lone Ranger now. He must, I think he weighs a good 400 pounds. 450. Picks up Reed. Slams him down. Tags Bobby Eaton. Playboy Frazier doesn't do anything by the hour. <laughs> Bobby Eaton in there. Back in there with Robert Reed. Fish behind the refuge, back Irish ship, big back elbow by Eaton. Robert Reed in trouble. Oh, right into the gut by Eaton. Snap there by uh, Eaton. Uh, big elbow by Eaton. Reed is in trouble. Lone Ranger tagged back in. Lone Ranger now picking up Robert Reed. Oh, punches him back down again. Lone Ranger, oh and again, clobber on four out of the chest. Plowboy Frazier picks him up just to knock him back down again. Tags in Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton's back. So he's going for a suplex. And picks him up with a suplex by Bobby Eaton. Tags him. The Lone Ranger again. Quick tags here by this uh, tag team. And... Oh, Jesus Christ. Lone Ranger drops the leg. One, two, three. I think you could probably count to about 20. Your winners, Bobby Eaton and the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger down on top of it. And that wraps it up. Time on a two minutes, 21 seconds. The victory for the Lone Ranger, Bobby Eaton and Jimmy Hart. Cogburn has already gone out. He didn't even stay to help his partner. He had that little 
15 seconds fell in the ring and then that was it. That was the end of the whole thing. Talking about action, by golly, we had one when we saw a uh, eight-man tag match that I want you to take a look at. You'll recognize all the participants in this one. Let's take a look. Look at that Eaton go for the kill. Martin Hurd and Eaton trying to finish him right here. We've seen footage from the Metaph Coliseum. We're seeing this is. We saw, I read this in the results. Dream Machine, uh, Porkchop Cash, Lone Ranger, and Bobby Eaton going up against Stagger, Mad Dog, and the Rock and Roll, I believe. Yes. Yes, Stagger Lee, Mad Dog, Rock and Roll versus Bobby Eaton. Yeah, this is from this past Monday. Rock and Roll Expressway, a lovely matching purple ensemble this week. Club with Fraser in there, whips, he throws Staggerly over the top rope behind the referee's back. I think if the referee had seen it, there would been an instant disqualification. Mad Dog now wailing away on uh, Plowboy, beautiful Bobby with a knee in the back. Jimmy Hart's just given Bobby eating something. He's giving him something, what the hell are they doing here? I think he's uh, spur, I think uh, Lone Ranger spur oh, across the head of uh, Mad Dog and again. I think they're uh, gonna. I think they're busting Mad Dog wide open there. Oh, yep. I think they're yeah, they're raking that spur across his head. A la uh, Big Ron Bass and Bruce Beefcake, the summer of 1988. That big red X that came across. We remember that uh, shenanigans. Everyone else brawling on the outside. Jimmy Hart getting his lashes on, uh, getting a few shots in on Ricky Morton. Bobby you now turns attention to Stagger Lee. Lovely Fraser holding Mad Dog this entire time. Staggerly has just pointed the referee's uh, attention to what Bobby Eaton was doing, and Bob, uh, Paul Morton has called for the bell. This match has ended on a disqualification. Mad Dog bleeding like a stuffed pig there. Holy moly. He was absolutely blurred with that spur in the forehead. Ooh. Holy moly, staining the mat and everything. Rockwell Express and uh, Staggerly are wearing, uh, they're all wearing purple. Mad Dog's wearing a crimson mask, holy moly. He's on his feet though, gotta give him credit, he's on his feet just. Oh, he's down again, he needs some medical attention, I believe. But it's exactly what you would expect when you have to deal with Jimmy Hart and that first family. And here to join us right now, Stagger Lee and uh, Mad Dog after uh, what was not a very pleasant experience in that one. You know, Lance Hall, Mad Dog has got a lot to say. I want to turn it over to Mad Dog. You know, Mr. Lance, uh, when I came in here, I tried, came in here to be a professional wrestler. I came in and stood around and Jimmy Hart gave me a chance. And then I ended up fighting against Jimmy Hart's men, you know. And Jimmy Hart, he just put me over this keep his men, beat me up, beat me up, got me hurt, kept me hurt. He put in there, you see he, what he used on my spur. head. You know what a spur for, don't you? Oh, yeah. For a horse. Yeah. And I don't look nothing like no horse. And that made me mad. You know, now, I came in here to wrestle. I didn't come in here to be dead like a horse. But come... 
his payback time. And if that's the way Jimmy Hall want to wrestle, that's what's going to happen to him. Nobody bust my head open and get away with it. Every drop of blood that came out of my head, I'm going to take it back out on Jimmy Hart, man. And if I get my hand on Jimmy Hart, I'm going to bust his little weasel neck. Do one for me, too, in there. Good luck. Like Mad there. Dog say, it could be in Louisville, Kentucky, or Evansville, Indiana, or anywhere. We get our hands on Jimmy Hart. I know we're going to take care of business. That's okay. Right. Lee, Mad Dog. We're going to take time out. Back with action in a moment. talking about this match coming up on Monday night down there with the Grapplers, a brand new team for this area. Well, Lance, you know, and some of the people know when I first come in this area that I was on crutches. Yes. Well, Lance, I just come from Texas, and the Grapplers the one that done that to me in Texas, brother. I've told Robert, and I want to tell you too, Lance, these, crap, these Grapplers, they are a very tough team, brother, and I had to say that for them. But now they're going to be in my backyard here in Memphis, Tennessee. The table's going to be turned just a little bit different, brother, because I owe you something. I owe you five weeks on crutches, brother, and the Rock and Roll Express is going to do that to you. Thank you. Okay, good luck to you, Robert. Rick and Robert, who will be going against the team of the Grapplers, and Rick with more than just passing interest in getting even with that team. Following that will be a Southern Heavyweight Championship match. Now I want you to understand the rules of this one. Southern Heavyweight title. Mantell and Bill Dundee. And I think you know some of the action that they've had in the past couple of weeks, brother. This is going to bring out the very best in the Dutchman with that hair at stake. Then will be a, a match that will have beautiful Bobby Eaton teaming once again with the Lone Ranger to go against the team of Stagger Lee and Mad Dog. And I think he got the personal feeling that Mad Dog has about getting even on that one. An international heavyweight championship match follows that when the current one champion, Jerry the King Lawler, will be going against Andy Kaufman's Colossus of Death. That's the guy that... Uh, Kaufman brought in here to go in the handicap match. Big, huge. Boy, he is strong, too. And in this particular one, it'll be a bounty match. You'll understand a little bit later on. That'll be Lawler against Colossus. Then the final match is going to be a grudge stretcher match. And take a look. The Moondogs of Jimmy Hart will be going against Stan Lane, and his partner will be the fabulous Jackie Fargo. You're going to understand a whole lot better on if you don't already know about Steve. We're going to have a chance to see something here in just a moment. But I do again want to remind you, tickets on sale up until 5 o'clock today, all day on Monday. Chance for you to get on there and see not one, but a bunch of outstanding bouts Monday night, Mid-South Coliseum. Let's take a look now at some action between the Fabulous Ones and the Moon Dogs, and you'll get a better look at what happened to Steve Kern, typical of a Jimmy Hart team. So this is uh, again from this past Monday, the Mid-South versus <coughs> the Moon Dogs. Steve's now in this stand, looks like he's uh, down on the canvas, but Steve is now in. Throwing the Moon Dog head first at the top turnbuckle, the other one comes behind him. Blood still stained red from the Mad Dog uh, bleeding. Oh, oh. Stan and one of the Moon Dogs go both over the top rope. Steve Kerr now well on the way, another Mad Dog. Fab's wearing a lovely uh, late blue uh, trunks. 
Young Bugs obviously wearing their traditional like, denim and black singlets. Oh, that mad, uh, one of the Moon Dogs now has absolutely busted wide open. Gonna take a blood bath here this week at the Mid-South Coliseum. Something that uh, GCW or CZW would be proud of nowadays. Oh, Stan now, uh, so Steve now pounding around that open wound. Jimmy Hart whistling, giving instructions to the Moon Dogs. Don't know what instructions you can give them. Uh, Jimmy, 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 no, no, no. Jimmy's gonna hit Stan with his helmet, but he, uh... Oh! Steve's now, uh, got his neck tied up in the ropes. A la, uh, Don Morocco or Cactus Jack. Yeah, the Moondog now pulling down on Kern. Stan's trying to help him, but Steve is still caught up in those ropes neck first. The Moondogs are now pulling all their weight on uh, Steve. Steve's getting absolutely choked. This is why obviously he's not going to be in the uh, in the match this coming Monday. The mid course seen that Jackie Fargo is teaming with Stan Lane. Steve's out of it. Steve is out of it. The bell has been rung. Oh, Stan Lane with a crimson mask and a chair fighting off one moon dog. Steve's got one leg on the apron, which has alleviated some of that weight, some of that pressure that's on him. Stan's trying to free Steve, but he can't. Steve is still stuck on those ropes. A la Don Morocco will catch Jack. Stan's trying to get him out, but the Moondogs are fighting Stan off. Jimmy Hart trying to apply some pressure to those ropes. Steve is in dire straits here. And he's out. Steve is out. But what damage has been caused? Holy moly. Blood has been spilt here. People have been injured. It's personal now, brother. Marlon, I think, is now down there chicken on Steve. The Moondogs are the winners, I believe. Oh, Stan Lane still fighting off the Moondogs with, his, with that chair. He's one man with a chair. Jimmy Hart still blowing that to whistle. We've got Dale Fonso or uh, the coach. Going too loose. Oh, big chair shot there by Stan on one Moondog. And the other Moondog gets a chair shot as well. Jimmy Hart in the ring celebrating with a whistle in the team titles. Finally, they came. They didn't come down with Steve was fucking. And Steve was in the fucking rope. Steve hasn't moved since he fucking fell on that fucking count on the concrete floor. Now they're just kind of strolling down in their tank tops. Goddamn bullshit. Motherfuckers. No one seems concerned for Steve. No one's going to rest around it. Now. If it was now, we'd be looking at EMWE and everywhere and all that kind of shit. 
He's now getting carted away on a stretcher. Steve O, Terry Taylor, Carl Ferguson are cutting him off in a stretcher. Oh, the Moondogs! Oh my god, the Moondogs have just tipped over the fucking stretcher. Holy shit. You can hear the young females in the crowd. Moondogs now went and attacked Steve with the, uh, with the big old bone as well. Holy moly, it's tipped it over. Holy shit. Okay, that was exactly what happened. Steve, of course, um, is okay in the sense of, of uh, being able... He survived the whole experience, let me put it that way, but really messed his neck up in there, as you can well imagine, hanging with that thing twisted the way it was and with one of the moon dogs pulling on him. Uh, Jackie Fargo, the creator of the Fabulous Ones, uh, had some comments to make about that situation and the bout coming up. Let's take a listen to Jackie. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at uh, what you're seeing on TV here, you'll realize that something's missing. That's uh, the other part of the fabulous one, Steve. I'm sure you're all very aware of what happened this past Monday night here in Memphis. And I don't like it. And I'm mad. I've sat here for the last five weeks and I've watched the moon dogs. I've watched Hart. I've watched them rip their jackets off and humiliate them, bust their heads open. And I've seen my fabulous ones come with their heads between their legs. I've seen them not going out being the, the professionals that they are, two of the greatest wrestlers in the world. And when I say world, I mean world. I taught them how to strut and to fight and to fight hard, and I taught them how to win. I didn't teach them how to lose. That's not in their vocabulary. But they did lose. But by gosh, they will come back. I demand that. I demand it from here, from my heart. What I was taught, and they're tough. They've got a heart bigger than any watermelon or tin tub in this world. Hart, I'm sick of you. You don't even enter my mind. We knocked off everything you had, everything you brought towards us. But now what happened Monday night? My boy Stevie, the fab, is hurt pretty bad. He wants to come down there and fight Monday, but no. <laughs> I may let him come with uh, Stan and I, but he's not going to fight. You know who you're going to fight? You, do you know who you're going to fight? You're going to fight Stan and me, boy. That's who you're going to fight. That's who you're going to fight. And I'm not responsible, and he's not responsible, of what's going to happen. Somebody's going to get damn hurt this Monday night. Somebody's going to get hurt bad. Yeah, well, I can tell you one thing. If there was ever anybody that knew how to do the hurting, by golly, it has to be the fabulous Jackie Fargo. He is some kind of rugged individual. Ah, here he comes. I guess you're proud of what they did to Steve Kerr. Sticks and stones will break my bones, Fargo, but words will never hurt Jimmy Hart and the Moondogs, big man. 
you know, we took their pretty jackets that you gave them, and then we got, we took care of, of Steve Kerr, and you're going to be next. If you remember last time you came down here, big man, Mr. Big Shot, you rolled in in a big white limousine, but when you left, you left draped over a golf cart, and that's exactly what it's going to be this time. The Southern Champions, the Moon Dogs, baby. Jimmy Hart, we're ready. You better be ready. Come on, guys. Okay, we're going to be taking a look at it, and we'll see it coming up Monday night with the action down there. We're going to take time out, and we'll be back with action in the ring in just a moment. Here we go, one fall, 15-minute time limit match. This match uh, introducing at a total weight. Uh, 448 pounds. From Brown Rock, Texas, Craig Carson. His partner, Jim Jameson, going against him at a total of 512 pounds. The International Roughnecks with their manager, Jimmy Art, the Moon Dog. One fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Dogs going up against Jim Jameson and Craig Carson. Jim Jameson in face team, black trunks, white boots going up against one of the Moondogs. Who power slams Jim Jameson. Now tags in the other Moondog. Both wearing uh, denim bottoms. This Moondog is wearing the uh, blue singlet. Ramming Jim Jameson head first into that top turnbuckle. As we've said before, that top turnbuckle is just a, a ring, a steel hook covered in some tape. Ain't got no uh, padding in it like, like the WWF. Moondog picks up Jameson. Oh, throws him across the ring. Rakes the face, tags in his partner. Who comes in, picks up Jameson. And. Oh, backbreaker! Jim Jameson picked up just to be knocked back down again. Moondog's tag. Oh, headbutt head by the Moondog. Jameson now having his facial extremities ripped off. Jameson's up. Oh, but he's back down again with the headbutt. But he's headbutted into his own corner, so Craig Carson is now in. Craig Carson, blue trunks, blue boots. And he's met with a, uh, a Moondog beating. Ding dong, ding dong, go the bells. Moondog's working over Craig Carson. Oh, headbutt to the chest. Moondog's tag again. Big kick to the gut by Moondog. Craig Carson trying to fight him off, but can't. Irish whip by the Moondog. Big back elbow takes down Carson. Moondog picks up Carson. Drops him first over the top rope. Hot shot, if you will. Moondog picks up Carson. And suplexes him. Beautiful done. Jimmy Hart very happy. Moondog tag in. Moondog in. Second rope on the inside. Oh, forearm smash, I believe. Across the chest. Tags in. There's the Moondog. Oh, big right hand. 
it's our Rex and Spot, but I don't know who's who, and they don't name them Rex and Spot, so that's why I'm calling the Moon Dogs. Here comes the Moon Dog decapitation. Boom! Craig Carson down. One, two, three. Your winners, the Moon Dogs. Two minutes, fifty-five seconds. All Moon Dogs in that one. Yeah, they're just too much, as a matter of fact. They're too much for most, for the human race, I think. Boy, I'll tell you. The Moon Dogs come out victorious in the bout over the young team of Jameson and Carson. And Carson paying for that move the Moon Dogs used. Bent over one guy's leg and then bam, the other guy drops down on it. We're going to take time out. We'll be back in just one moment. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic, southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. And give me some of the hash blue potatoes. Good choice. Bash, Monday night at 1030, following Channel 13 News. Honey, you really should call and tell them. I know it's silly. I just can't seem to. They ran, they ran off and got married. Your mother? That's terrific. It's fantastic. <laughs> right after dinner? I'll call. Right after I get my nerve up. And if I know my mother, I know exactly where they went. What am I afraid of? Mrs. I Coleman? should just go ahead. Mrs. Coleman? And... <laughs> That's me. Reach out. Reach out and touch someone. Hank Williams Jr.'s got another hit, and this time it's Hank Williams Jr.'s Montana Exchange. If you like dressing western, you'll know names like our exclusive KC Hawkheads. Hey, they're different. Justin and Texas Boots, and Leather by Altman of Dallas. And you know they're hard to come by. Hank's got western clothes and souvenirs like you've never seen before. So see them now at Hank's Montana Exchange Co- what happened at the West Jefferson Prison? Some answers at 10. We continue with Richard Thomas starring in Living Proof, the Hank Williams Jr. story. Ah, the freshness of morning. Ooh, the stale, pasty grunginess of morning breath. The worst breath of the day. Morning. morning. This morning, Charlie, let's both use Minty Fresh Scope. What's the matter? Mine works. Can't you tell the difference? Yeah, you just turn morning breath to medicine breath. What's better than bad breath? A scope fights bad breath. Leaves your breath minty fresh. Do it, Charlie. You'll see. Ah, minty fresh. That's some sensation. That's some difference. Morning. Ah, scope. Fights bad breath. Doesn't give medicine breath. Win the wake-up of your life. Wake up in one of six great places like Hawaii, the Virgin Islands, or New York! A vacation worth five to $8,000! Enter the Scope and Gleam sweepstakes now. Details in stores. Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's have. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the man, Grace? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. 
Is your dad's alive? No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? It's true. You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak. That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> Again, again, <laughs> again. This commercial is like a miniseries. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. about the um, history of the Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler thing. And uh, we mentioned the fact there was going to be a handicap match. Kaufman wouldn't come in by himself, but he wanted to bring a buddy in. They did do that. That is to say, Kaufman and his partner, the Colossus of Death, went against Jerry the King Lawler. Let's take a look at the action. Very stiff as he staggers around a ring. So we're seeing footage of the Colossals of Death wearing a uh, black and white singlet, black boots, wearing a rubber mask. Very, very slow, very melodic, very uh, horror film related. I'm guessing this is probably a Jerry Lawler idea. Jerry Lawler wearing a light blue, dark blue singlet, white cowboy boots, Andy Kaufman on the outside. Wearing his uh, black trunks, uh, sorry, blue trunks, white, all in one. Colin type, Colossus of Death pushed into the corner. Lola, oh, big right hand, but the Colossus does nothing. This is Duke Myers. Uh, we saw him recently, a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, last, last week, maybe before. A couple of weeks ago. We, uh, from Stampede Rathlin. Colin over top now. Lola pushes the Colossus into the corner. Bigger and does nothing. And he comes out of the uh, corner again. Slow, melodic. His arms out like Frankenstein. Oh, big kick by uh, Lola. Does nothing again. Colossus again. Oh, kicked by Lawler. Doing nothing. Crowd are quite quiet. I don't think the crowd really know what to uh, expect from this. Someone's got a sign down there. Nobody really see signs here. Lawler again skipping around the ring trying to think of what he can do to take this big uh, Colossus of Death down. 
Every time Jay Lawler goes near Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman runs off the apron. Colossus coming again. Con over top. Colossus pushed into the corner by Lawler. Lawler doing something now. No, takes the arms down. He's going to try and hip toss, but the Colossus holds onto the ropes. And again. And again, the King cannot get him out. Colossus turns him around and hip tosses Lawler halfway across the ring. Holy moly. Jay Lawler in trouble here now. Andy Kaufman and Jimmy Hart very happy with what the Colossus of Death is doing. Lawler's back up and runs uh, around the Colossus. He's been listening to some of the tutoring from Jimmy Hart. He jumped down off the ring apron and... Jay Lawler now preoccupied with uh, Kaufman on the outside. Colossus has come in. Nope. Lawler just about sees him. Colossus of Death still stalking the king. Oh, right hand by Lawler. And again. Lawler now peppering the Colossus of Death with these right hands, but he is, the Colossus is not moving. Great, this is a great um, side headlock now by the Colossus of Death. It's great, uh, it's not acting is it, but great work by Duke Myers here to play this character very well. Side headlock still here by the Colossus of Death. Sticking his tongue out of his mask and giving it a bit of the old... Uh, for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Andy Kaufman now sneaks in the ring. Oh, and kicks Jerry Lawler in the butt. In the ass, if you will. Oh, and again by Kaufman. So they look still by the Colossus of Death. Lawler gets to the ropes, so the hold should be broken. Jerry Lawler's trying to get. Jerry Lawler is trying to get to uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, cheap shots there by Andy Kaufman. Rams Lawler's head into the top turnbuckle. While the Colossus of Death watches on from behind Lawler. Jimmy Hart, Andy Kaufman, very happy with here. Double axe to the back by Colossus. And again, Lawler's firing up though. Lawler is firing up. Big round by Lawler. Staggers the big Colossus. Lawler is hulking up, if you will. Colossus is struggling. He's teetering, he's teetering. Big round. Colossus is down. The power of Lawler mania. Oh, big fist drop there by Jerry. Measured him. Now going for those ten punches. Piston like right hands by Jerry Lawler. The crowd here in the Mid-South Coliseum. 9,000 odd people are going absolutely banana. If you're watching on the YouTube version, you will see they just did a they just panned out and did a lovely wide shot there. Crowd are going absolutely banana. Lawler now picks up Colossus. Is he going for a suplex? And beautifully done by there by Lawler. Lawler's going up to the second rib on the inside. 
Go for that patented fish drop. Oh, Colossus moves, Colossus moves. Lola hit nothing but canvas there. Colossus now back up to his feet. Slowly over to Lawler. Going up for a suplex himself here by the Colossus. And yes! Lovely suplex here by the Colossus of Death. He now sits up, not quite like the Undertaker, but uh, Colossus of Death that tags in Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is in. Colossus of Death picks up Lawler. Hooks him from behind. Kaufman. Oh, measures him with a big slap. And again. Kaufman absolutely paintbrushing Lawler. Let's just go for a third one. Oh, and he does. Knocks down Lawler. Kaufman off the ropes. It's the ropes. Oh, knee. Knee hits the Colossus. The Colossus of Death is now caught up in the ropes. The Colossus of Death has caught the strap. is down. The strap is down. Lawler's got hold of Andy Kaufman. Lawler's, oh, my God. The crowd are going absolutely crazy. Big round by Lawler. Kaufman is down in the corner. Crowd are going absolutely nuts. Lawler's got Kaufman up and suplexes him. That was lovely, lovely taken there by Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is picked back up. Lawler picks him up and slams Kaufman down again. This is not going to be on YouTube, I do, be, do believe, because the Andy Kaufman stuff got took off last time. Lawler's going up for a pod job, but the Colossus of Death, is, he, is, uh, he has escaped the ropes thanks to Jimmy Hart. Lawler was going for a pod driver there on Andy Kaufman, but Andy Kaufman survives. Kick by Lawler, Lawler's going for a pod driver anyway, he's got the Colossus of Death. Yeah, he drops him on his head and ring that motherfucking bell. Pod driver is... Okay, must have been a pod driver match, I guess. I thought that was a instant fucking disqualification, but that must have been a, must have been a pile driver match. Oh, sorry, it's a handicap pile driver match. They didn't say that at all. So Andy Kaufman, uh, so Jerry Lawler wins the match with the pile driver, and the crowd go absolutely bananas. They didn't say it was a pile driver match. people too except they really wanted him to get a hold of uh, Andy but I, I gotta tell you one thing he did make an impression on Kaufman we he's not in town too often and maybe it's better that way we made it a point to get back and talk to Kaufman after it's all over well let's take a look at this uh, we're in here we're trying to get uh, some comments from Andy Kaufman Russell, uh, after the match fist. with Jerry the King he has Jimmy, will you let me I wanted to talk to him and find out if he has had enough of Jerry the King. This doesn't prove a thing, my friend. I don't have oh, a look at that jaw. It doesn't yeah, he probably had some brass knuckles in his fist, okay? He got lucky. Lawler got lucky. And let me tell you something, Lance. Okay, I've got a lot of money and I'm going to sue that guy. I'm going to get the top lawyers. I'm going to sue him. He has no right to do this to me. I've got a career to think about. I've got to put my face on television, nationwide television, not just small time Memphis television. It may be a little while before you do it now with that jaw. Yeah, well, I'll sue him for every little money that I miss when I'm not working. Okay, and another thing, mister, is that 
Look, I don't want to even talk. I don't even want to That's okay. Don't get it. He hit him with just, something in my head. Something in his fist, man. That's what he's looking at. Look at the guy's jaw. It's broke, man. And I don't want to see the last of me either, okay? I'm going to learn. I know how to do the pile driver. I couldn't pick him up this time, okay? So I'm going to have to work out a little more. And he got lucky. I was my fault. My knee went into my the Colossus, okay? Yeah. My knee is what put him in the ropes. If it wasn't for that, Lawler wouldn't have gotten to me. And Lawler would have lost this match. And Lawler would have been in the hospital. Next time, I will not make that mistake. Next and time. That's right, next time. You I will come back. Tell me Mr. Russell, Mr. Russell, Mr. Russell, I have a lot of money. I make thousands. I make millions of dollars in Hollywood. I am offering $5,000 to any wrestler that will put Lawler in the hospital. Any wrestler that will pile drive him, and I'll do it myself. I'll get a guy to do it myself. Russell, I'll be back. He hasn't seen the last of me, Russell. I will be back, You may have seen the last of him talking on something. you have not seen the last of me, and I will make sure he hasn't been a... After a week in the hospital, when I put him in the hospital next time, after one week of him lying in traction, then he's going to apologize to me for what he did last year. And another thing I want to say is, you fans who started booing and hissing me tonight, don't try that again. Don't try that again. I am a star. And next time I come here, I want you all to get down on your knees and bow down to me. And if I pass you by, kiss my feet. Yeah, okay. you bunch of slimy right. hicks from Memphis, Tennessee. You hicks. Go and plow the, okay. the fields and the farms, you little hicks. Just keep running you your jaw and you'll have worse than you got right now. Oh, Okay, Andy Coffin, the loser in the match with Jerry the King. Okay. What a charming man, I gotta tell you. Well, you saw it right there. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I don't know how much of that you've just seen. Hopefully some, because uh, last week when we put up the Memphis stuff, um, and Andy Coffin was in it, Vim up north, got their uh, knickers in a twist. Get Andy Kaufman on the phone again. Now let's see what's going to happen. Uh, you hear it? Uh, I would have to say that's probably busy, Davy. Yeah. Live TV. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to get back around to trying uh, Andy again. Well, let me see here. I'll tell you what we might do. Won't spend too much time on this, but we will, in fact, see if we can try this other number. Uh-huh. I don't know what the music is that the vocals are on the background. You can hear something. I don't know what it is. Okay, let's see how this... Well, it doesn't work either. Is that right? So, that pretty well takes care of what we had to say. I'll tell you what, Dave, uh, if we can, huh? Yeah, no, let's do the, uh, let's do the, uh, out of town, if you give us the action coming up on the line. Oh, Jerry, you coming out? Oh. King coming out here with us. We were going to slip into the out of town. I was trying to get, uh, your old buddy Andy Kaufman on the phone to see if he's talking any better than he was the last time we If saw he's it. got two numbers, he's probably talking to himself on the other phone, you know, he's so stupid. Let me just say this about Andy Kaufman. Now, he's, you know, he's always talking about he's from Hollywood and he's a big star. Well, last week he brought in a reject from a horror movie down really? there. And he called us the Colossus of Death, and he thought that he was going to get the job done on the King. He thought he was going to finish me off. Well, all I've got to say is, Andy Kaufman, I'm still here, and I wish that you were here. Now, all I'm going to say is that 
With this Colossus, he's sending him back one more time. He's made the statement that he'll pay him $5,000 right. if he puts me in the hospital. Well, I'll admit, this guy was big. This guy was strong. This guy was hard to put down. But even Andy Kaufman, if he did do me in, if he did put me in the hospital, would that be any satisfaction for Andy Kaufman? He didn't do it himself. What I want to do is I want to make Andy Kaufman mad enough. I want to get rid of this Colossus. I want to make him go around the country and find somebody else that he thinks can get the job done so that he will come back and try to t try to do what he did last week again to me. That's what I want Andy Kaufman to do. I want Andy Kaufman to find another wrestler and say, I'll step back in the ring with Lawler because Kaufman, you slipped through my fingers last week, but I promise you, brother, I, I worked on that jaw a little bit. Yeah. And I slammed him around a little bit, but I didn't get the pile drive him like I wanted to. I promise you, if you ever come back here, brother, you'll spend a long, long time in a Memphis hospital. Okay, Jerry, well, good luck to you with this guy. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if we can get him. Can you stick around just a second? Can I stick around? Let's see what he has to say. Man, I don't know. Huh? Oh, okay. There is no number over here. So what can I say? Oh, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, all right. I guess I push this, huh? Yeah, seven two six zero five five one. That's intrigue. This is maybe an absolute first, huh? Okay, let's do out of time. We'll see if we can get it transferred. Dave, are you ready for us? Hey, throw it off, Jerry. <laughs> Here's the action coming up around uh, the Mid-South area. During the month of May, 8 o'clock in Jackson, the Jackson box office will be open at 12 noon tomorrow. That's the action around the Mid-South. Lance, how's the telephone going about We're that? in good shape, David. All right. Thank you, sir. Right now we have on the phone Mr. Andy Kaufman. Are you there, Andy? Yeah, uh-huh. Can you hear us okay? I'm speaking to uh, this is Lance Russell. We're on the air with Championship Wrestling. Uh -huh. The last time that I talked to you, your jaw was in deplorable shape. Uh, how is it since the big uh, right hand of... Uh, you know what? Lawler thought he might have broke my jaw. You know, I thought he might have broke it, too. I went to the hospital. I had an x-ray. That jaw wasn't even broken. He can't even hit hard enough to break my jaw. Oh, well... Okay, we we saw the swelling. Charlie is in fine shape. Okay, he didn't do any anything, anything worth anything. Uh, interesting situation. Wait, Can just a second. Yeah, Jerry Lawler's right here. Let me tell you something, you stinking little wimp. You runt. You coward. You worm. You hate Memphis. Well, Memphis hates you. And if you got any guts in that little skinny body of yours, you'll come back here again because I can't wait to get my hands on you. Now run your mouth because you can't back up anything you got to say. But we, uh, we, we won that match last week. We won that match. <laughs> Nothing. He knew he'd been... He walked away like it was nothing. You thought you were going to put him in the hospital, Lawler. You couldn't do a thing to him. Not only did he pin you, but I pinned you. And if it was a regular match, and everyone saw it right in clear plain sight, if it was a regular match, I would have had you pin one, two, three. Lawler, you're nothing. You're going to get smeared this week, my friend. Okay, well, we've heard it from you. Let and me what... tell you something else. I will not, I am not coming down to Memphis this time. I... 
You're not all that enthusiastic about Okay, Andy. Thank you for being with us, Andy. We're going to have to go now. We'll see how your Colossus goes. We'll end up in the hospital this time, my friend. Okay, we'll find out. Thank you, Andy. Bye-bye. And all. all right, let's change subjects. I'm going to get over here and talk to uh, Dutch Mantell, who is going for, and i got to tell you, this is the first time I ever remember the Dutchman being in a match where your hair is put up. Well, let me say, I walk around town here, and people keep saying, they said, Dutch old Billy boy's giving you a rough hole to go. Well, I will say that he's pretty rough. But, Dundee, I don't think you're rough enough. Now, you've done a lot of things, and for the first time in my life, I can say that I really have lost a lot of battles. But losing a battle doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose the war. Now, you people have seen me come out here week after week, and you've seen me wrestle a long time, but this is the first time, like you said, Lance, that my hair's on the line. That is because my back is to the wall. Now, Dundee, you've got a lot of tricks, buddy, but you don't have enough tricks to beat me. And I'm not going to walk out of that ring with my head shaved. There's no way in the world that I'm going to do that because I could be laying down there almost dead, baby. Don't call the barber. You might as well call the hospital or call the mortician to pick me up because, Dundee, you have beat me for the last time, Jack. Mark my words, Dundee, because I have forgot more about dirty tricks, Dundee, that you will ever know. Now, I left fear a long time down the road, Lance. When I was in the Army and I was in Vietnam, hey, I was scared to death. That's where I left my fear. And, Dunny, if you think I'm afraid of you, buddy, you got another thing coming. Now, you can get out here and you can tell these people all kind of things. Tell them anything you want to. And it's not between me and the fans or you and the fans. It's between me and you, buddy. And when you climb in that ring, you're going to put that bell on the line, and I'm going to put my hair on the line. And I'm going to guarantee you one thing. Okay, any loudmouths out here, watch it. Because when I get through with Dundee, I might come out and slap one of you. He's loudmouth. See, Dundee's still got a lot of fans. He's still got a lot of fans. But I don't care how many fans he's got, Dundee. It's between me and you, Jack. And when you climb in the ring with me, you better be ready because I'm going to come smoking 110%, Dundee. And I'm going to take you down. I'm going to teach you exactly what dirty professional wrestling is because I wrote the book on it. You didn't write it. I wrote it. You come down or Dundee. I'm going to be there blazing, Jack. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it Texas style. Dundee, you show up, baby, because I'm going to be there and I'm going to be the new Southern champion. I've seen him enough times, boy. I'll tell you one thing. When he says he's going to be smoking, he's going to be smoking. Take a look at the action between Dundee and Mantell. I want you to watch the Dutchman when he gets a hold of that whip finally. Take a look. At the five-minute call, Dundee was climbing up the wrong uh, ring post, but look at him. Puts the Dutchman down, and Billy going after that bull whip almost falls. First, he almost went over backward, and then almost head first onto the concrete, where Dutch had really... Yeah, same footage from this past week. The uh, bull whip on a pole match. And they climbing up the pole to get the bull whip. He's got it. He's got it. Bill Dundee wins. Dutch has got something in his hand. Oh, it throws powder. The whip is down. The whip is down. Bill Dundee's got the whip in his hand. Dundee's big enough. Oh. Dutch now whipping the legs of Dundee. Oh, 
giving him a fucking hide under that bullwhip. Bill Dundee is the winner, but uh, Dutch Montel's getting a bit of retribution here. Whipping Bill Dundee like a government mule, if you will. Oh, Dundee trying to go. He's got hold of that whip. No, Jay Calhoun's got the whip. Dutch Montel now pounding the. No, Dundee's got the whip. Dundee's scurrying away. Dundee off. He's off down the aisle. He is the winner. Doesn't look like a winner for sure. He, he took that whipping. He's still the Southern Heavyweight Champion. This is giving us uh, title versus hair. Okay, we saw it. And uh, finally, when Dutch got that whip, he uh, really went out. I believe he got him hot. Got him hot. That's how I want you, Mantel. I want you hot. Now, everybody watch that match, son. The best part of you is this, Mantel. Without this, you are nothing. Now, let me tell you something. From experience, Mantel, and you listen, and you listen good. I have looked in the mirror. I have been down there on a Monday night, and I had to look in the mirror Tuesday morning, and I was like a billiard ball, Jack. No hair. Now, let me tell you what happens. You go around all week, son, and you wonder if you've done the right thing. Then when you get down there Monday night, your knees start knocking. Then you get a big twisted pit right down in your belly, son, because you don't really know what it is. You say you left fear, man, tail. You don't know what fear is, Jack, until you walk down the street and some little kid walks up to you and says, you got shaved bald headed last night because you got beat in a wrestling match. And everybody in town knows it, man, tail. Now, I got the best part of you, son, this bullwhip. And I'm not even going to bring it near the Coliseum Monday night. Now, man, tail, you don't have what it takes to get this belt. I'm going to make you a promise, Mantel. You're going to be the funniest-looking guy walking around here Tuesday morning with all that long, stinking hair over your body and none on your head. Now, Mantel, I don't like you, Dutchman. You think you're big and bad. You think everything from Texas is big and bad. Well, the only thing that was bad about you, like I said, Dutch, was this bullwhip, and you're going to be bald-headed. Just show up, and all you people show up, and Bill Dundee don't tell no lies. Okay, there it is, the superstar talking about the match with uh, Dutch Mantel. You be down there Monday night, and you'll see you. And there's something else I just thought about. They're talking about winning $5,000. I may give that a lot of thought. I heard it, Bill. I heard it. And he's talking about Kaufman's bounty. We're going to take time out. we got more action coming up. We'll get to it in a moment. In a ring, but we'll give you a second. All right, now what is it, Jimmy? Well, I tell you what, I understand that Steve O has had some bad feelings about me. With the good past reason. few weeks. Okay, well, I understand why that is. Because Steve O is a little bit jealous. Because Steve O wants to be like me when he grows up. So what I did was I flew, I hopped on a plane and I flew to Warsaw, Poland, Steve O's hometown. And I went around to some of the stores there, and I got a few things to help Steve-O be like me. And I want to show them to you right now. First of all, he makes fun of my cap because I've been in boat races. What it is is Steve-O doesn't have his own yacht, right? Is that right? So I got him his very own 38-foot yacht. And a lot of you people are saying, no, you couldn't bring that to TV. But yes, I could. If we can get a nice close-up right here, direct from Warsaw, Poland, Steve-O's own 38-foot yacht right here for Steve-O. Hold on to that, please. Very now, next, clever. if Steve-O wants to be like me, he's got to think like me. For those of you in the audio, the 38-foot boat was a boat with 38 plastic feet on it. And I got him his very own electric calculator right here. It adds, subtracts, multiplies, divides, slices, and dices. Hold on to that for me, would you, Beta? And last but not least, 
I don't know what that was. The gun store in Warsaw, Poland, because I figured if Steve-O wants to be like me, he's got to win a lot of matches. And to do that, he's going to have to use something else besides his own wrestling talent. So I tried to get him a gun, but all I could find there in Poland was this. Right here, if you want to get a close-up of that, wake up. That's for Steve-O. It's a gun put together backwards. Very funny. Jim Cornette's mouth is uh, running. Checks that his ass can't cash. And as we record this, uh, he is in the middle of a, once again, another Twitter battle. Mike Mashburn and his partner, the King Cobra, going against him. And total weight of 443 pounds from the Twilight Zone with Jimmy Cornette, their manager. Alpha and Beta, the Galaxians. And standing over on the ring apron right now, Steve O. Mike Mashburn has agreed to leave. So it was supposed to be the Galaxians versus King Cobra and Mike Mashford, but Steve O has come down to ringside and he is uh, he's politely asked Mr. Mashford to leave the area so he can team with King Cobra. And he is now teaming up with King Cobra to face the Galaxians. At the minute he's too busy chasing Jim Cornette around ringside. Steve O getting some, uh, shaking some hands and kissing some babies. So here's uh, it's officially his team with King Cobra. So the Galaxians, Alpha and Beta. King Cobra starting for his team. Purple trunks, white boots going against uh, one of the Galaxians. Red and orange singlets, white boots, orange mask. Steve O now tagged in. Black trunks, black boots. I think it's black. Maybe brown trunks. Can't quite tell. 40-year-old footage. Jim Cornette not happy at all about this situation. Look, King Cobra's bow back in. So I'd look by King Cobra now. Punched by the Galaxians, whips the Cobra. Oh, high crossbody there by King Cobra. One, two. Side headlock again by Cobra. Galaxians tag. King Cobra doesn't win. Wait, oh, no. I get a shit kicked out by Alpha and Beta. Steve O trying to uh, help out the situation. So did luck now by Cobra. Cobra. No, no, doesn't tag in the Galaxian. Uh, doesn't tag in Steve O. Kick by the Galaxian. Right hand on Cobra. Back elbow. And again, elbow to the top of the head. Galaxian's tag. Double Irish rip now on Cobra. Double back elbow. King Cobra down. Oh! Elbow dropped by the Galaxian. Galaxian picks up King Cobra, slams him down. Goes for the cover. One, two. Kick out by Cobra. Galaxian's tag. Punching a kick away by now by the Galaxians. King Cobra trying to fight out of this. Can't quite. Oh, big right hand by Cobra. Oh, back over by the Galaxian takes down Cobra. A kick by the Galaxian. Time is running out here on our exploration of time match. Galaxian now whip King Cobra. Oh, ducks his head down. King Cobra gets the tag. King Cobra gets the tag. Steve O's in. Steve O's in like a house of fire, punching away the Galaxians. Bigger and the Galaxian Alpha. Bigger and the Galaxian Beta. 
Steve-O with a beautiful, oh, inverted atomic drop. Double Irish, no, yep, double Irish by Cobra and Steve-O. Double backdrop on the Galaxian. Jim Cornette's on the apron, Jim Cornette's down, Jim Cornette's down. The Galaxian got knocked into Jim Cornette and Jim Cornette is down. The bell is rung, we have run out of time. Jim Cornette took a bump off the apron. I would imagine this has been it's, uh, resulted in a time limit draw. I haven't seen one of them for ages. What next? So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We've just witnessed the 7th of May 1983. It sort of started off slow, but we got a lot of action in there for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, you may have missed a bit of quite a bit of action on YouTube. But if you listen on the audio, you'd have heard everything. So there are small mercies. So thank you very much for listening. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast. Do not forget to subscribe to our home, the subscribe to our network, the Place to Be Wrestling Network. You can also find us on all good podcast suppliers. Just search Memphis Content or Wrestling Cast if you so wish to not be burdened with uh, other material but uh, give it give the place to be wrestling network a subscribe because they've got some very good material um, stuff from uh, tna stuff from the wwe f whatever you want to call it uh, nwa wcw loads of great stuff over there on the place to be wrestling network um next week we are covering the four the 14th of may may the 14th be with you <laughs> Um, yes, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time. Ta-da! 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 Ta-da!